Well, good morning, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How are we doing today? Beautiful morning. We have a special show for you today. Uh, had a lot of guests on here. I think we've had 16 or 17 shows. and But this is my... This is my proudest moment, I think I'm going to say. So I've had both. I've had Jan Stevenson call in. I've had Cindy Morgan call in. But in studio today is two special friends of mine, personal friends of my wife and my family, Kristen and Jack Rossheim. Welcome to the show, Kristen, Jack. Thank you. Uh, Kristen and Jack. um, Okay, so let's go back to the beginning. I'm going to get the small talk out of the way and get back to... Your super accomplishment two weeks ago in Pinehurst, North Carolina. But before that good stuff, so my son is the same age as Jack. And at the age of, I think he was two and a half or three years old, Kristen, uh, moms know the dates much more than us guys. (laughs) So that's for sure. You all went to United Methodist Christian School together, uh, which is one of the best uh, schools in Palm Coast, frankly. There was a waiting list. But anyway, you and my son have been best of friends since then. And it's really awesome to see you grow, A, and into a young man. And my son, and I mean, you guys hang out all the time. Now, you went in different directions in the last year or two. Yeah. Although you are one heck of a baseball player, your dad, Joe, uh, Kristen and Joe own You Name It Apparel and uh, printing over on Hargrove. So if you need anything done, Joe is awesome. He couldn't be on the show because he had to work. But anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, my son and uh, Jack went to United Methodist and continued uh, you know, together. In fact, Kristen and my wife hang out quite often. And um, here we are. Now you get into golf. What I want to know is what started you into golf? Because I know back in the day we had golf camps at Palm Harbor. Mm -hmm. Was that was was I introducing you to the game or how did you get introduced to the game? Um, So my dad and my grandfather Uh helped me out a lot, but they just made me fall in love with the game at a very young age. Uh And what age was that? So you're 14 now. PJ and you are both 14 years old. Uh, what what age was that about? Probably one or two. Oh, so you were yeah. And now grandfather, as in Kristen, as in your dad? No, no Joe's they, dad. This wow. is down. Uh, oh, here in Palm Coast. Yep. Okay. They gotcha, were in gotcha, Palm gotcha, Coast. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, so the camps. I remember. I, I came across a picture. I got a. I got a. Did I send it to you? I think I did send it you with did. Noah at the camp. <laughs> I look at these pictures on Facebook that come up, and it's really unbelievable how fast time goes. So let's get right into it. So a couple weeks ago. Now, okay, so you're playing golf consistently now yes. where my son is playing travel baseball. You're doing the golf. Yeah, every day. Every day, which is awesome. And you're playing mostly out of what course? Hammock Dunes. Right? Hammock Dunes, uh, because y'all are, are members up there yeah. at Hammock Dunes. Um, and so you've been on these tours. I've been watching you and following you, yes. giving you as much feedback as I can. Yep. Gina Hull is your uh, instructor. Yes. Pretty much. I mean, um, so so tell me how uh, the world's come about. Uh, you found out about it. You entered. And what type of preparation did you put into that Pinehurst? Yeah, it was a whole bunch of practice, practicing uh-huh. probably a couple hours a day, mm-hmm. every day, starting probably two weeks before it. Yeah. And then just being on that grind. Yeah. What practice do you, what parts of the game did you practice most, Jack? Uh, probably putting because uh-huh. the, the game is definitely won on the putting game. It is. Putting is just so important. You know, Sam Snead said it best, driver, 100 yards in. 
100 yards in, comprising of putting, chipping, wedges, and so forth. Yeah. So you go up to North Carolina. This is a big tournament now. This is, Kristen, what's the terminology? What's this? The U.S.? Teen world. So it's um, ages 13 to 18. Right. And 13 they, to 18. They, yeah. They group them, so the 13-year-olds run one course, the 14-year-olds run course, and they put 15 to 18-year-olds at a different course. So they right. played um, course eight at Pinehurst. Which is incredible. There are, what, nine courses or something like that? I think like there are that. nine. Beautiful. I know. Uh, so the first day, you go out there, just give us a brief summary. How would you feel? Talk about the nerves. Yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Uh-huh. First day, 83, not my best, no. but still getting used to the course, the greens were really fast. Uh-huh. Pin locations were kind of iffy, yeah. really hard pin locations. Mm-hmm. So it was just all about getting used to it first day so that I could attack it in the weekend. Uh-huh. So now there's 150 kids playing in this tournament in your division. Just in my age group. In, in your age group. I mean, there's you know five different age groups, whatever it is. In fact, they're playing right now. The younger kids are yes. up there right now playing. Uh, okay, so you shoot 83. The next day, how do you feel the next day? And was there anything different in your preparation? Uh 75 second day uh-huh. later that night after the 83 i went to the big putting green called thistle dew at number two nice. and spent probably two hours with my dad just putting getting used to those undulations and how i can better make putts inside of 10 feet mm-hmm. and then that would help my game absolutely folks inside 10 feet is where it's at i mean when you three putt the second putt you miss is what? Three, four, five, six feet, something right. like that. So those are the putts you really want to have. So you moved up the leaderboard a little bit with the 75, which 40, is cool. 40 places. Okay. In, yeah. in, after that. So it's kind of cool playing in a three-day tournament. Which yeah. You probably played in a, maybe a couple of them, yes. but it, it's nice to feel that. And so go ahead. Tell me the next day. So how do you feel? Really give us the feel because you shot – I'm gonna I'm gonna spill the beans. You shot seventy. I which did. Is, was it a, a par seventy two or seventy one? Yeah, seventy two. So you shot two under. I which did. Is yeah. Really fantastic. Okay. Um, at 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 your age, at any age for that matter, yeah. I don't care how old you are. It's really really cool. Uh, give us so you wake up. I mean, I want to hear. I want to hear yeah, the, whole, the whole thing. Woke up, went to Waffle House for breakfast. Uh-huh. We yeah. had a afternoon tea time. Uh-huh. Got to the course forty five minutes before the tea time. Had a bogey-free front nine. Yes, I seen that. And then started off the back nine with a par. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, birdie. Mm-hmm. And then bogey, and then came back with I think three more birdies after that. Yes, you did. And you then had three under going into sixteen, I believe. Yes, if looking at the scorecard. Yep. You know? Fantastic. So. Rewind just a little bit. How was your nerves on the first tee? Were they a little bit better? Because sometimes. When we're not, when we're the underdog in a sport, right. we don't have as many nerves as if we're expected to do something, yeah. right? Yeah. So sometimes if, you know, you're kind of down in the lead, you got nothing to lose. So you freewheel it a little yes. bit. And is that what you felt? Did you yeah. feel that? I just cool. felt really open and uh-huh. I was just trying to do my best the third day. Uh-huh. So um, it's really cool you're playing good golf because I'm personally playing some good golf right now. And the one thing that is noticeable when you are playing good golf, and I would venture to say that it's with any sport per se, is you start seeing the shot more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah. So I won a junior tournament. I had to make a 12-foot putt on the last hole. The hole looked three-foot wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really – I knew I was going to make the putt. And I used this example – I actually use this example often 
to my junior clinics and so forth. Because the power of mind is incredible. Ask Tiger Woods and ask Jack Nicklaus. Yeah. When you look at those two golfers, arguably the two best ever to pick up a golf club, n- not negating Hogan and everyone else, they visualize a shot on their pre-shot routine. Yeah. And that is going to take you to the next level is a lot of uh, mental approach to it. So that is really cool. Um, so let's go to hole number 16. So you're three under par. Because I know what it's like to be under par. And all of a sudden, did it feel like there was a vice grip on your neck at all? (laughs) Started getting really tense. Okay. So let's talk about that. And I'm sure Gina has has talked to you. And I don't want to interfere with any of Gina's Gina's, uh, instruction and so forth. Um, She's very good. She's got a very good name. But a lot of times it's good to get different points of views, you know, from some players that maybe play more tournament golf. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's – you. And you really want to try – and one other cons- um, common denominator for playing good golf is you're n- you don't have too many thoughts going on. Right. What were your thought processes when you were swinging on the full swings? Just trying to hit fairways and greens. Okay. So when you're hitting the driver, is there any immediate thought you're thinking, Jack? Is it shoulder turn? Is it left arm Mind, speed? probably hip turn and getting the shaft horizontal at the top of my swing. Cool. Really good. And what that horizontal is going to do, it's going to help you rotate your shoulders. Yes. And that is super important because when we do get under pressure, whether you're on a PGA Tour, LP, whatever it is, we have a tendency not to rotate our shoulders. Yeah. Perfect example right here. So that's my thought process right now. I'm playing decent golf. I'm thinking of my left shoulder going right over my right knee. Yeah. So it's really uh, – and that is my last thought process. And so – what I would recommend for you, uh, you have tournaments coming up, I would imagine? Yes, I do. When's your next tournament coming up? This weekend Nice Winter Haven. So Winter Haven, cool. Nice golf courses over there. I've, which one are you playing? Do you I know which don't one? Know. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but yeah, try to get yourself in the same uh, mindset, the same physical set as yeah. that round. And I know that sounds so elementary. But trust me when I tell you, the tour players, when you see these guys and gals out on tour, they don't have a lot of stuff going through their head. Right. They have a, just a couple little things. And it may be different from your driver to your irons to your putter to your wedges. But overall, it's very minimal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So awesome. Uh, what clubs What clubs are you playing? I'm curious. What golf clubs are you playing? Right now, I have the Mizuno Pro 225 irons. Excellent. I have yeah. Vokey wedges. Nice. Scotty putter. Nice paradigm three wood and a ping G four twenty five max driver. Cool, you got the you got the ping driver. I got the ping driver too. Love yeah. the immediate feedback by the sound. Oh, it's fantastic. I think ping is. So I started playing golf at your age. Mm-hmm. Okay, at eighth ninth grade is when I got introduced to golf. Mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed by it from my friends. They were laughing. At, I, I couldn't hit the ball, <laughs> and I just—I mean, literally, I physically couldn't hit it. And so it ticked me off so bad yeah. that I just kept working at it, working at it, working at it. And uh, but anyway, so that's really cool. And you got a nice set of clubs there. Um, now I asked you this the other day, but and you laughed. So you've beaten your dad plenty of times before. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to ask that. So yeah. what does your dad shoot these days? I got to get out with, with, with him on that. So. Yeah. Give him some grace. He has a he has a shoulder issue okay. right yeah. now he's fighting with. Right. But, right. And he doesn't – he works, right? He works. So he doesn't get to play as much as Jack does. And, you know, uh, for the folks listening, you have to play three times a week in order to have some consistency in the game. Yeah. If you're playing once or twice a week – 
don't get your expectations high. It's not going to happen. I don't care how good of an athlete you are. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, uh, okay. So let's talk. So that was really cool. So let's, let's just end off with the Pinehurst here. Cause I got a couple other things to go into. So you shoot, uh, so you're on 16, you're three under, which hole did you both? Was it 18? I 18. Think it was I 18. Yeah. How did that go? And did, did you feel good on the tee? So you're three under going on to 18th tee box. Yeah. Awesome, man. Hit a f- little fade uh-huh. that ended up going into the pine straw. Had okay. to punch out. Uh-huh. Par four? Yes. Okay. Chipped on the green yeah. and, and two putted. And your dad, was your dad caddying for he you was. the whole time? Yes. That's cool. kids, they was- allow them to caddy. Nice. So and, was- and he's able to give you uh, any advice and all that good stuff. Yep. That's that's fantastic. So awesome. Well, good luck in the next tournament. So that finished you tied for 30th yes. out of 150 kids. Yes. Thank you. Very nice. That's really nice. Um, and it goes to show, though, you know, that you can't give up in golf. Right. You know, 18 holes. I like to look at it this way. It's a book of 18 chapters. Mm-hmm. So when you're done with the first chapter, you're done with the first chapter. Now right. it's the second chapter. You know what I mean? Uh, so bring your same thoughts to the next golf course, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, Father Lopez, some really good, exciting news. My son is going to Father Lopez to play baseball, and you're going to Father Lopez to play golf. Yes. So here we are, 13, 12, 12 years later, 11, 12 years later. Right, Kristen? Yeah. It's just it's surreal Crazy. a little bit. Fair. And uh, so great. Do you know any of the kids on the team yet or no? I know a few of them uh-huh. that – Last year, when I was an incoming freshman, they allowed me to come practice a few times with the team just to get to know some of the kids. Gotcha. So I know a few kids going into the team that were on the team last year. Cool. And, you know, uh, so programs are different. You know, like like sometimes a program is really good. It all depends on the players coming up and so forth. You know, so you right now you're going to be jumping on varsity. You're yeah. going to be a leader on that team, you know what I mean? Yeah. And lead by example, you know? Yeah. Short game, short game, short game. Yeah. So our high school, just FYI, we still hold records up in Long Island, New York. I'm serious. And it wasn't really per se because of me. We had other really good players on our team. I was good, but I kind of choked in the counties and stuff. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I was a better wrestler than a golfer in high school. <laughs> Point is, um, you'll, you'll enjoy these times forever. These would be some of your best memories. But make sure your short game is good. Our high school coach really had us working on short game, short game, short game. He had 55-gallon garbage cans, 40 yards, 50 yards, 60 yards. And we had to hold one to go out and play. (laughs) So it was really tough. Sometimes if you hit it, he let you go play. Yeah. (laughs) He was a little bit late. But really get the short game really good. What golf courses are you playing? I think it's LPGA. We practice at LPGA. Uh Our home course is Daytona Beach Municipal. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, hey, look here. Daytona Municipal is a Donald Ross course. Yeah, it's okay? a good course. And it's, it's got some really cool holes. Brian Jaquay, the head pro down there. I know Brian and uh, I think Brian Stack pulls down there. But anyway, some really good guys down there and so forth. So uh, it looks like we're probably going to have to take a little break here. So uh, stay tuned. Jack and Kristen are coming back. Don't go nowhere. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. 
For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back. Welcome back. On the Green with Paul Tretner and my special guest, Jack Rossheim. Just finished 30th at Pinehurst, number eight. And his mom is here in the studio, Kristen. Uh, so, Jack, you've played a lot of golf courses now. Yes. What is your favorite golf course? Do you have a favorite? I would have to say TPC Sawgrass. Cool. I've what played a, yeah. the back nine uh-huh. of Sawgrass in a fundraiser tournament. Cool. Nice. And did you get to play the front yet or no? Not yet. All right. Well, that's on the bucket list. You yes. have to do that, right? Yes. For sure. Uh, and again, how do you control your butterflies? So there may be some juniors out there listening. Is there anything you do? And I have a couple tips for you. Uh, what do you do? Anything? Yeah, I just try to, before I step up to the ball, visualize the shot mm-hmm. and just take a deep breath and then just step up and hit it. That's it. And that's really, and when you take that deep breath, be deliberate about it. Be slow with the breath and exhale nice and, and slowly. And that really does get oxygen into the old noggin. Yeah. Okay. And, and relaxes you. You could see it on TV. I mean, this is not, you know, something new. This is, this is physical. This is, so that's great. Keep that right now. Uh, so your next tournament is coming up. That's awesome. How about, I know it's early, but any plans, college? Is there any thoughts? Is there anything? I know it's way, way forward, but. Yeah, some dream schools, maybe uh-huh. ASU, UNC, uh-huh. um, Vanderbilt, Stanford. Some cool. of the bigger programs. That's awesome. And you got to have that. Yes. And I asked that because, asked Tiger if he had anything on his bedroom walls. He had Nicholas's 18 major championships and stuff like that. Right. Actually, it may have been before 86, or maybe Jack had 17 before he won the Masters. Point is, um, yeah, you got to set those goals, you know what I mean? Yes. And just looking at that will give you something to, something to work for. So uh, uh, very cool. Thank you guys for coming in. I'm just going to go over a couple nice things. So how about Lucas Glover winning this weekend? That was really super cool. I actually have a nice story I want to tell you about Lucas Glover. So Lucas, okay, so I was the head pro at the conservatory, which is a Tom Watson design here in Palm Coast, from 07 to 08, and that's when we opened up the clubhouse and everything. We had the grand opening. We had It was during the Champions Tour tournament at the Ocean Course, where Bernard Langer won it, I believe, that year. Um, but anyway, before the tournament, it was really cool because Smokey Robinson did a, a, a concert. On the driving range of the conservatory. Really super cool. And in the front row was all the the tour players and so forth. So it was during that week, the weekend, that also Lucas Glover, who was sponsored by Bobby Ginn, came out for a promotional uh, news, you know, a a news clip. And he gave a clinic. That's what he did. He gave a clinic for the members and so forth. Really, really (laughs) awesome. Lucas Glover, you ask any tour player, he strikes the ball solid. Really super solid. That's the ultimate goal, Jack, is to strike the ball solid. And Lucas really, really does. So I got to watch Lucas play holes one, two, and three out at the conservatory. Brad Hauer, who's the general manager. And uh, it was just super cool to see and just to ride with him. So it was just Lucas, me, Brad, and a news guy and a video guy. Right. And we got to talk with him, really laid back guy from South Carolina. Super, super, uh, super. 
good guy, and he really strikes the ball super solid. So congratulations to Lucas Glover. Um, all right, so default. I always like to have a default when, you're, when we're playing golf. And what do I mean by default? So let's say we're playing a round of golf, and you're not feeling it that day. It's one of those days where the golf ball looks like the size of a pea mm-hmm. and the hole looks like one inch and can the ball. There's no way the ball can fit in a hole. Yeah. It's one of those rounds. We've all had them if you played it. So you have to have what a, what's called a default. That, this is my uh, personal positive approach to, to some golfers. Is So my default is to relax, to breathe, okay, and shoulder rotation. That's usually what I mess up on. And everyone is different, okay? So it may not be your shoulder rotation. You know, you're younger than me by many, many years. But so it may not be that. But then again, when we do get under pressure, it doesn't matter how flexible you are. Maybe the mind's not telling the shoulders to rotate the right, right. way. So relaxation. And when I say relaxation, when you're over the ball, and I'm kind of demonstrating, allow your arms to hang down really free. And, and that... Having your arms hanging down free and your hands being relaxed relaxes your shoulders as well and makes it easier for your rotation, if that makes sense. And the last thing is rhythm and tempo. So those are the three default things, I think. And you could tweak it. You could add whatever you want to it. That's fine. But um, I think those are really super important um, things to have. So. Yes. All right. So what is the most confident part of your game right now, young man? Probably my long irons. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, as a golf professional, we don't talk about irons that much. However, when you're getting to the next level, okay, and Jack, guess what? You're at the next level. Okay, congratulations. Not many people get to the next level. Yeah. Now your irons are important. Why? The closer you get the ball to the hole, the easier the putt. Right. Okay. Personally, my worst part of my game historically has been my irons. Mm. If I had my irons real good, who knows what scores I could have shot, honestly. And I'm not just saying that. Part of the reason why I'm playing good right now, A, we've been playing consistently. Joe Gutterman, his son Alex, and Kenny Whitmer. We've been playing every week at conservatory. And I've got a swing thought that worked for me with my irons. It's just basically keep my weight on my left side and keep my head there and rotate my shoulders. It's really pretty simple, but it's working for me right Mm -hmm. now. Keep that. Bottle that thought process. Man, that's worth everything. You know what I mean? So that's really, really cool. Uh, How about putting and chipping? Is it pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I spend most of my practice time on those aspects of my game. Do you have any drills that you do when you're chipping and putting at all? Because I have one I'd love to share with you. If, but if Gina, what drill do you do? So what I do is I'll go back probably 15 yards from a pin. Uh-huh. And I'll put some tees in the ground around the hole about two feet away. Uh-huh. And I'll just try to get 10 or 15 in a row uh-huh. inside of those tees. And if I don't, I have to restart. That's cool. I used to restart too. I used to, putting-wise, okay, so I, I was a really good putter simply because I was very small growing up. Mm-hmm. I was like 90 pounds in ninth grade, okay? <laughs> yeah. So I had to work on my short game, and I did. Here's the drill I did. I did six golf balls, and I brought my putter and my wedge to the green. I would chip six balls to a hole. I would lay my, you know, grab my putter then mm-hmm. and start with the easiest one, even if it's a foot, you know, start one for one. Two for two. And see how many you can get up and down. Up and down is chip up and one putt. 
The reason I like that drill is because you're breaking it up into two aspects. So you're actually chipping and then you're putting. And, and trust me, from this point forward, quality, not quantity. Yes. You're, you're better off hitting 20 chip shots the right way and, and thinking in between each shot than machine gunning 40 balls and right. not having any you know good material to, right. to think about. So. Uh, well, that's great, Jack. I want to have you guys back on the show. Um, Kristen, you're welcome, obviously. But I'd like to have the team, the yeah, golf team, Father absolutely. Lopez, maybe come up. And with the coach or something like that, do something. You yep. know, that'd be kind of cool. So, uh, Coach Tom Cummins is the Tom coach Cummins coming for in. Father Lopez, yep. right? So and we'll, we'll talk school- and see how we can make that happen. Yeah, definitely. And you feel free to give him my number and everything. He can awesome. call me, and we can get him up here. And uh, again, if I could help Tom in any way, Norm Yelverton, my son's yep. uh, travel coach, he coaches the girls at uh, uh, university. Okay, so he had me teaching the girls, and it was great. I, I spent three clinics. I, I gave. I went out to the Berry for three times. And the girls loved it. You know, they just did not know. And Norm is not a golfer. God bless these coaches, by the way. Hey, all you high school coaches out there, most schools want to hire a coach that's affiliated with the school, being a teacher, an aide, or whatever. Ah, A lot of those teachers just don't know the golf swing, you know. We were fortunate in high school where Harry Windsor was our coach, and he was a great golfer. Uh, But a lot of high schools don't have that luxury. So the local pros, you can lean on us, and we'll – Love to help you. So awesome. Well, look, Jack, again, awesome to have you on the show. Please tell your dad I said hello. And hello. I'd love to get out with you and your dad here soon. Yes. I'd love to see that golf swing. Not that I would touch anything of it right now, <laughs> but uh, keep working hard. Yeah. Okay. Visualization is really, really critical, you know? And take your time in between shots, too. I don't know how you're, uh, you know, how you are. I'm, I'm a fast player. Unfortunately, too fast sometimes. So I've slowed down. I've geared down from like fourth gear to third gear. Mm-hmm. And that has also helped me. Take your time. You're allowed 40 seconds in between, in between shots. So, you know, I'm not saying being slow. Okay. But I'm saying just have your thought process in order. So. Right. Hey, look, we really appreciate you coming on, buddy. Um, hey, and folks out there, y'all have a great week. Keep it in the short grass. Remember, I'm out at Grand Reserve. If you have any children, I've got a junior camp going, a clinic going on. So let me know. Thank you all. Have a great week. 